0: Hey there, everyone. It's me, Sid Benoit, coming to you directly from Dr. Andrew's environmental science class here at the Pennington School. Welcome to my very first podcast titled The Price of Technology, where we will discuss some of the marvels of technology today, discuss how they were made, but also take a deep dive into what developing this technology has had on the environment. Let's start with what I consider the most amazing life-changing piece of technology on the planet, an Apple iPhone. It's so normal to carry around a phone these days, but if you stop and think, we're really carrying around a very sophisticated piece of technology, a mini computer with a genius operating system at your fingertips. The iPhone, which is the model for other smartphones, has changed the world in terms of how fast and how easy people can communicate with one another, while also giving equal access to information This has created new industries, new way to communicate, and new jobs. This revolutionary mobile phone was introduced by Steve Jobs at Apple on June 29, 2007, and has since then, according to CommandoTech, over 2.2 billion phones have been sold since launch. Today, Apple is ranked third in the smartphone industry, as they have fierce competition from Samsung, Google, and Huawei which all use the Android operating system. But don't feel sorry for Apple. In 2019 alone, they made over $142 US dollars worth of sales from just the iPhone, which is half of their total revenue. But how smart are smartphones for the environment? I've only ever been interested in the technology since taking this class, but I've learned that there are heavy tolls smartphones take on the environment based on how it produced, which use up lots of rare earth minerals. So let me share some background on what's involved in making an iPhone, and let's talk about how gathering those materials is shockingly harmful to the environment. Like I said, the iPhone is one complex piece of tech that is made up of several different components including the case, camera, battery, processor chip, sound vibration, and of course, screen. A very complex supply chain is involved in gathering all the materials. In fact, according to CNBC, Apple works with suppliers in 43 different countries, spanning across six continents, to make its products. And the chain gets even more complicated when you break it down to the raw materials used. According to Roderick Eggert, PhD Deputy Director of Critical Materials Institute at Colorado School of Mines, there are around 60 to 70 different elements from the periodic table that are used to make iPhones. For example, the processor in an iPhone is made up of numerous different elements, mostly silicone, but then there's phosphorus, antimony, arsenic, boron, indium, and gallium, just to name a couple others. But they all help the electrical properties, but also gold, silver, and copper they all carry all the electrical connections to support the data in an iPhone. Now, I'd like to show you a clip from CNBC reporter Magdalena Petrova as she interviews Dr. Julie Killinger, who is an assistant professor at Boston University and author of Rare Earth Frontiers, to learn more about another segment of earth minerals that are used to make iPhones.
1: Another Really important minerals needed to make your phone are what are known as rare earth metals. The term rare earths refers to 17 chemically similar elements, and rare earths are quite distinct among themselves within that family, but one of the characteristics that they do all share are these fantastic magnetic and conductive properties. Yttrium, europium, terbium, and gadolinium produce the brilliant colors of a phone screen. And praseodymium and neodymium are used for the magnets in the speaker and to help your phone vibrate. China is by far the largest producer of rare earth metals. China produces somewhere between 80 and 85 percent of current global supply of rare earth elements. But mining these elements can be challenging and taxing on the environment. What happens is frequently you have a coincidence of rare earth elements and other radioactive materials. And what this does is it creates, alongside your mining operation, a radioactive waste management problem. Apple has launched a number of programs.
0: Let's start with my interview process. I'll be starting by interviewing my CS teacher, Mrs. Volpe. Thank you for joining me on my podcast today, Mrs. Bofi, The Price of Technology. Today we're discussing iPhones. Do you own an iPhone? I do. Do you know what materials your iPhone's made of? Take a guess.
1: Well, glass. Um, some parts might be plastic, some metals. Um, I know that there's um, computer chips in there for it to function. Mm-hmm. And that... um. I think computer chips are made from silicon.
0: Yeah, as in the silicon. Yeah. Yeah, There's a. uh, Ali. Silicon, silicon. There's many elements from the periodic table that make up a phone. More than sixty, actually, such as aluminum, lithium, gold, copper, and silicone and cobalt. They're also made up of a lot of rare earth metals. Can you name any rare earth metals if you know any?
1: Well uranium (laughs) Uh, petroleum well i guess that's not really a rare earth metal zinc uh gold uh silver um rare earth metals like magnesium oh no i don't know i mean i guess i could look it up on the internet with my (laughs) phone
0: 17 elements from the periodic table called lanthides. And there's also two other elements called scandinum and yttrium. They're called rare earth metals because they're obviously very rare to find around the world. But these elements also have really cool properties such as electrical, magnetic, and luminescent properties, which allow phones to vibrate and show color.
1: That's incredible.
0: Yeah. And um well there's also um, a rare earth metal called neo neodium. In small amounts, it's a very high-powered magnet, which gives off a lot of sound and also creates movement. It's also found in China. But with getting these minerals comes with mining. So what do you think some of the issues with mining for some of these elements might be? Well,
1: I think we studied some of them in here. We read about some of them in here. (laughs) Um, So obviously uh, disturbing the ecosystem around a mine and leaching of these chemicals into any waterways around the mine and um, <clears throat> infringing upon the land for like inhabitants, the natives of of a particular place, mm-hmm. uh, just to name a few.
0: Yeah, of course. Well, there's lots of uh, radioactive minerals such as thorium and uranium, as you mentioned earlier. But when you extract like high volumes of these materials, they cause a lot of damage to the environment and the ecosystem. And um, yeah, I think we should talk about solutions now. So some solutions that Apple are doing is, well, they have this one machine called Daisy and it has the potential to recover 90.97 kilograms of gold, 93 kilograms of tungsten 42 kilograms of tin and 1.8 grams of tungsten for every 100,000 phones recycled. And those materials are going back into future phones used.
1: And you want to know my thoughts about that? Yeah. I think that's remarkable because I imagine um, the more they recycle used, uh, uh, what did you call these?
0: like uh, rare minerals. Yeah, rare.
1: Um, the more they recycle them, the less they'll have to mine and then the less health problems and environmental impact and mm-hmm. uh pollution and you know um uh, all the snowball effects that come with mining. So I think that's a wonderful solution. Yeah. Um are there any others? Um the energy that is used in the production of the
0: iPhones. hmm Because I know Apple is um their goal by twenty thirty is to go um on nearly a hundred percent like eliminating their carbon footprint by using um mainly recycled materials such as well since twenty eighteen all of their uh processing chips have been used from a hundred percent recycled tin. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Wolfie. Thank you for coming on my podcast today. And yeah. Hi, Mrs. Kelly.
1: Hi, Sid.
0: Thank you, much for joining me on my podcast today called The Price of Technology, where we will discuss the environmental impact of mining elements that go into an iPhone. So, Ms. Kelly, do you know where the color on your iPhone screen comes from?
1: Uh, I don't have an iPhone.
0: Oh, what phone do you have?
1: An Android.
0: Well, similar. luckily similar, elements apply but um they come from rare earth elements they're also known as rees these are elements that are rare obviously and specific to powering phone technology some of these elements such as yttrium and lanthium terbium europium help with the color on your screen one of these elements terbium helps with the green color and another one europium helps with the red color there's no substitutes for these metals Do you know where they come from? I do not. Well, these elements are mainly mined in China and have a severe impact on the environment, especially since the elements need to be separated by acid baths which use a lot of water and pollution in the surrounding area. In fact, in China, they examined a lake near rare earth mining, a lake called Baotu, and uh, what do you think they found there? Bad things. (laughs) Well, in the lake, there's a lot of wastewater, radioactive elements, heavy metals from the processing mineral residues. When the factories first sprang up in the 1980s, crops in nearby villages started to fail. Later, a lot of domestic animals were killed off by toxins. And that's awful. Yeah. And then the soil and the groundwater were saturated with toxic substances, and it was really uninhabitable to live there. So, there's, despite the villagers' protests, there's no actual solution to fix the lake.
1: There's nothing we can
0: do no well there's no solution yet what do you what do you think about that
1: well makes me sad if people are going to be doing this there they're doing it everywhere yeah is anyone doing anything about it like the epa or greenpeace is anyone trying to
0: help i mean out in this situation it's a tricky place to go to china obviously because they don't really like does it only happen in china though? i mean that's where these these specific minerals are being mined in, but they're being <clears throat> mined worldwide, but um,
1: we could stop buying them.
0: We could. And that brings me to a, a potential solution is um to stop like buying phones as frequently rather than like use them until the next edition comes out or like you need to buy one because it's broken.
1: I agree. Yeah. I think that's a great solution. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll sign up
0: for that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, thank you so much for coming on my show, Miss Kelly.
1: Always a pleasure to see you. Said.
0: The lesson, the main idea I want to express is to recycle used phones and don't always buy the new ones when they come out. I an As I said, or like both phones in general, iPhones and Androids. And um, just understanding the impact that mining has on the environment. Will do. Awesome. Okay. Thank you.